listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now, first but not least, you will respect Keith. Lay a nigga down like a do-rag in some grease. You must be crazy trying to play me. I've been dedicated since King Tut the Third, baby. Lyrical chemist, rhyme minister, diminish you for the benefit. Then continue to kill shit for the fuck of it. I seen y'all been writing. Still biting, still looking lame. Half y'all niggas still sounding the same. I'm excited when live on stage, when reciting and lightning, frightening, lightning, throwing t- thunder in chain. When I first came, I I gave birth to a million MCs in the game who should all carry my last name. I'm going to get you sucker like Damon Wayans and the fame like Jermaine. Bring pain and Novocaine. Okay, y'all little monkeys want to play? My squadron brings the art of war the correct way. Okay. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Ready to do some podcasting? You can find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Podomatic. Leave us five star reviews. We appreciate it. everybody takes time out to do that because it helps the show continue to grow. Um, it moves us up on the charts on iTunes and stuff. We don't just say that just to say it. Like, I mean, we love our ego stroke. Trust me. But <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, we're not just saying it just to say it. We really like when y'all do that, but it moves us up the charts and then more people become aware of us and apparently podcasting is the new TV, so we need y'all to continue apparently to support it us. Is. You know, through that. Um you can also do stuff like leave us uh comments on our website, the black guy who tips dot com. Mm-hmm. You can uh vote on the polls there, you can uh leave voicemail seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six but make sure that it's two minutes or less so you will get cut off um the official weapon of the show is taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 mm-hmm. um and uh let's see today's show is sponsored um by a sexy sponsor so let me see if i can find some uh sexy music oh shit now um let's see how about here we go for all the wifeys out there Adam and Eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom. And they are backing up that promise like you're going to be backing up that ass, okay? Uh, They're trying to help you out by giving you 50% off of almost any item when you enter offer code TBGWT at checkout at adamandeve.com. That's a good deal by itself, but they also going to give you back by popular demand for a limited time only uh the big o kit that's right the big o kit includes climax gel and the mini vibrator so now you get a new way to get off while you're having sex or or by yourself it doesn't matter um and wouldn't you love that plus you get the entire order sent to you for free so check out that uh deal by picking out one new item it could be a adult toy it could be a a a blu-ray a dvd you know y'all got these 4k tvs but you just streaming online you only have nothing you know nothing nothing to really test your limits okay porn is the first place to go so make sure you guys grab something for 50 percent off put in code tbgwt get that free shipping get that big o kit and uh you know you'll, you'll you'll be living life the great way okay 
um all you gotta do is put a code tbgwt at checkout that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com You know people hate this song, Karen? I like that song. Right? How old and unfun does your ass have to be? Why they don't like it? Cause it sounds like the same shit we were listening to. What's the difference between this and the Leah? Rock the boat, rock the boat. It's just the same shit. I think they don't like the message of not having a true committed relationship. But I thought everybody was celebrating being hoes. What's wrong with this? Yeah. Didn't Cardi B put out the thought box? That's what's going up and down my timeline. I mean, we didn't grow up with necks. Hmm? They wasn't singing wifey. Come on. Oh, now we too good. We don't understand no more. Okay. All y'all niggas was grinding to this shit in the club. I mean, look, they gonna cheat on you either way. It don't matter what the song is. You might as well get a bop out of it. That's and, all I'm and saying. Have fun and all these people judging the the now thoughts. You was a thought back then too, right? All you ex thoughts judging people. I don't understand these black people. I don't understand. It's like, who did y'all grow up around? Yeah, you get saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost field. You want to judge. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. What happened to y'all? Y'all became unfun. I ain't never hit up a gym jam. I understand that you got a situationship that's is doomed. Okay? Come on. You know what's doomed from the start. Our generation judging these kids. Mm-mm. Well, we, was, we, was, we was purveyors of this shit. was in that dancing all slow to this sorry ass song come on that's your middle school dance some of y'all niggas got married and had your first dance to this bullshit like this whole this, this whole resignation of love this, come on this old well, girl i guess I, <laughs> that's what the name of this goddamn song is the girl i guess song of love yeah see first of all know these so-called players wouldn't tell you this But I'ma be real and say what's on my heart Let's take this chance and make this love feel relevant Didn't you know I loved you from the start Who want to hear this in a romantic way? Come on! You supposed to love me and you was like Girl, I ain't got no other choices <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead and be honest with you I'ma be real today and say, I do love your ass. These other players wouldn't even tell you that. I mean, you ain't left me yet. Ugh, I guess. Hey, 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 hey. All the years we put in this we 
years nigga years (laughs) not enthusiasm Mm -mm. that was the years of like i've been working at this job so long i guess i'm gonna stop applying for other jobs right that's what he sound like no younger come on not like but y'all mad at Babuda, Adu, Buddha. y'all mad at that come on now man what's wrong with y'all yeah y'all be complaining about mama rap and shit like we didn't have mama rap back in the day is this what they mean by blavity blacks is that what is that what we talking about because i don't understand how everybody was giving dissertations on that fucking song for the young people to have a little jam let the young people have a little jam honey they can party on right y'all done danced to so many old uh, if i guess this is how it's gonna be ass song <laughs> come on i guess since i'm looking at you right ain't nobody else here right anyway um what's going on today uh the bt awards are last night yes they were and i feel like it was kind of back to the ebt awards like Ew, I don't know what happened either, specifically this year. I feel like it wasn't. As, it took a dive in quality. It wasn't as fun as the previous years. And Deborah was leaving. Yeah, her so, leaving is making a big difference. Y'all, y'all, but like, and you said it. They not gonna get her the props due. She was at that coming like thirty years, and I know a lot of people complained about uh the things that she was doing, but some of those things needed to be done to revamp the network yeah i heard like donald glover was supposed to perform and he didn't um perform his song so maybe that was part of it that would have probably been a pretty big moment at the show um but uh and then you know they had some unfortunate timing like scissors voice is shot right so she couldn't perform um the the carter album and like all the kanye stuff literally been getting like either surprise releases or very recent releases so nobody knew they was coming out not even them so they couldn't plan on it yeah drake is probably ducking right now um and push a t um i mean no offense to push t but it ain't exactly like he got no no club songs on that album that was gonna had a whole crowd going you know was gonna come out there and do like him and malice was gonna get together again like it's it was just kind of a dry period in music as far as the performances like j cole was there that's a major name but j cole ain't really got no you know it ain't exactly the kind of music everybody in there is gonna get crunk to uh nikki came you know so that was cool but then cardi's pregnant right you know it's just like some weird timing for a lot of artists that you know i just normally would have been there yeah i think it would have been a bigger deal you know if certain artists that are popping right now would have been there but they didn't have them um so that was part of it um then um jamie fox was hosting and he kind of reminded me of when chris tucker hosted a couple years ago mm-hmm. to be honest like it was he times, had no material right it was times where he didn't have and a lot of times i've just learned over time when comedians don't have material they do a lot of crowd and that's not the wrong with doing crowd work don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but when you do a lot of crowd work that means you don't have material 
yeah he said i know he makes jokes about he's supposed to just read the teleprompter and he went off script a few times he had donald glover come up to the um stage at one point yeah and people looking like um i didn't plan on coming up on stage so that's it made it awkward yeah he did it with a couple people i think he did it with donald glover because everybody's been comparing them to and you know agenda's gonna agenda all the you know all the wokes online uh hate donald glover for some reason so they were trying to you know they tried to turn it into like oh he he, he he embarrassed donald glover and shit and showed him he could never be in his lane i was like it didn't even come off like that and if you you know trying to be you know i guess if you reaching for it but um he had donald glover sing a little bit of this is america and then um that was you know like it just it just felt i don't know just underwhelming this year mm-hmm. you know and i'm not saying that in the usual because you know there's a lot of black people that have a lot of anti-blackness around bet there's a lot of respectability around the bet awards it is um from the audience as well as from the station it's not just uh correct one-sided i see a lot of stuff that people would not consider um that people that wouldn't consider themselves respectable feeling a certain type of embarrassment that's only specific to this to show come on like if this happened at another award show they wouldn't be nearly as hard on it but when it happens at the bet awards if anything doesn't go smooth as planned or um anyone goes off script or there's a skit that's just not as funny as you thought it would be it's an indictment on like black people as opposed to just or and on the whole network as opposed to just like oh yeah that that teleprompter went out or that you know uh, which they didn't have a lot of but still people are really really uptight about this show mm-hmm. um i don't know i guess uh it was like the main things I, i'll take from i'll try to go through it real quick because it wasn't really like a a blow by blow type mm-hmm. of uh type of edition of the of the show which is unfortunate you know i like when it's like everything like every set is popping but it, we didn't really get all that Mm-mm. uh j-rock performed uh when i opened up the show you know j-rock's album is out it's actually dope as shit i've been listening to it um j cole performed you know you probably already feel how you feel about j cole good right. or bad already you, yeah you either like him or you don't right uh dj Khaled won an award um and he thanked his wife and he thanked the side he's always carrying that damn baby around that he loved that so baby precious um you know and i thought he i thought he should have thanked his wife for staying after he publicly admitted he won't eat that pussy no matter what so come on um then they had uh amanda was on there um presenting an award and then they cut the commercial um for her new movie the hate you give um which is wow they had to reshoot a lot of that movie because the white dude that's the love interest in that movie the original actor turned out to have racist videos online what yeah from when he was like 15 or something so they had to actually take him out of the movie Mm. and put another white dude in there ouch but that movie looks like it's gonna be pretty intense we'll see i I haven't read the book yeah i'm about to say i heard it got a book uh hit the floor is still on tv good for them Mm mm-hmm what that four four fifth season has been on for a hot minute i had no idea me either no i always thought reggie was just making that up on what's the tea but apparently it's still on Mm -mm, that's his show uh scissor one like best new female artist um jamie did a don cornelius uh impression um and then the migos performed um and take off offset and star screen they united and formed uh migotron and mm-hmm. took over the stage uh then tiffany haddish won best actress 
uh over a bunch of other actresses which i actually kind of agree with to be honest i think tiffany haddish is an underrated actress i think and the people she had up against she was up against didn't have a lot of roles the only one i could have really seen her losing to was tiffany had was uh taraji p henson right but they had her up against like lapita nyango who basically did uh star wars and black panther uh angelina i mean angelina um they had um angela bassett um and i don't even remember the other two like but of who did the most work this year is probably tiffany haddish she's in everything every commercial scene like tiffany haddish was in it make your money honey um and then i mean she's so busy they had to do a skit giving her her award in her her trailer on set somewhere um and jamie fox did a cleveland a smith impression that, that i liked um and then um yeah that's when jamie brought donald on stage when i was like yeah he didn't write no jokes um (laughs) i was like if if donald really wanted to be petty he should have just been like yeah i have a question where's katie holmes and then said it's not my fault you didn't write any material um but that shit was chaos um and um miguel performed um and he was cool i like that dude yeah he didn't jump off the stage this time i'm glad (laughs) he didn't have another one of those moments Mm -hmm. then they had this person uh sir performed Mm -hmm. uh which is messed up because they do they do this every year at the bt awards it's like the g league of performances right they cut to the side stage and it's like they deal and they give them such a sweet nice introduction it's like another talented brother from philly that da 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 or something just something you know like he's had such hits as da 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 and you will be hearing about this person for a long time to come ladies and gentlemen give it up for sir and then like sir will start performing live and, and hot 30 seconds like, they get into the commercial it. break right they get to like the first bridge or whatever and and then the next thing you know it's just like uh the bt awards brought to you by nissan you know yes i'd be like uh, i would like to actually hear the person that y'all actually are, are like pulling because they'll be up in their face and all of a sudden they'll start fading in the background and getting smaller you'd be like uh i would like to hear them please they had a commercial for insecure yes it's coming back august 12th mm-hmm. we gonna be fighting who's ready to be on the timeline talking shit what my what team lawrence at what team Issa at? Hmm? What's team Tasha at? Tasha not even on the show no more, I bet. <laughs> Still team Tasha. Going down with the ship. Yes, Tasha. She ain't do nothing wrong. She ain't hurt nobody. Nothing. Tried to salvage that broken black man. Um, uh, then, uh, <laughs> uh, they had to do two of the actors from the shy. One of them is the dude that played Easy E in, um, in, uh, straight out of compton mm. jason mitchell is his name uh they did a little like a little joke about how white people need to stop calling the police on us i thought that was funny um and then the migos won group of the year and then jamie came out and did some just the most and the least at the same time just freestyling jokes he had some good stuff about monique yeah his monique impression was hilarious to me <laughs> uh, he did a monique impression then he did a dave Chappelle impression that was good and then Nicki minaj performed and uh i was it was good to see a woman of christ get up there 
and uh show these women a good example of what a true queen is sanctified and saved up prayed up and uh she got up there and humped everything on the stage and put the booty in the air was flipping and all kinds of shit laying on the ground just legs spread wide open right after she told everybody um close your legs and read a book so i don't i don't know i I don't know what we were supposed to get who is me to judge right although this was one of my favorite performances of the night not that part of nikki's performance that was just okay although i like both them songs Mm -hmm. um i like low-key man and i get that y'all are done with nikki and all this shit blah 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 um low-key man everything i heard off that album sound like we might be getting an actual rap album from nikki okay not not wanting this stuff for her barbies everything i've heard so far has been like straight like rich sex um mm-hmm. um what was the other joint um uh chung lee chung lee um like she she got a few songs that's out right now and they all rap like it's mm-hmm. no singing no techno shit like no. that's normally what you get and i think for a lot of people excuse me they was like well this ain't for me you know type of thing yeah i think you know that twitter group thinks shit like you're not supposed to like nobody until the 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 in crowd or the woke folks or whoever's on your timeline says it's okay to like them and people say and do stupid shit and you're supposed to be like yeah i don't fuck with them no more because they cancel but i don't know i don't go into all that and like when the song is on who gives a fuck when the song is on come on and that fucking chun lee beat flames that shit is sick hey yo Look like I'm going for a swim. Dunk on him now, I'm swinging off the rim. Bitch ain't coming off the bench. While I'm coming off the court, fully drenched. Here goes some hater rain, get your thirst quenched. Sal doing him in this bird, very trench. These birds copy every word, every inch. But gang gang got the hammer and the wrench. I pull up in that quarter. I love when she, I love when she be on her rap shit. Mm-hmm. It don't bother me at all. I know her lines is basic, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of these niggas' rhymes is basic. Cardi got some basic ass rhymes. Two Chains be having some basic ass rhymes. Big Sean got some basic ass rhymes. Like it don't matter to me. A lot of your favorite got basic lines. I'm okay with that. Put that shit to a hot beat. Put a chorus and behind I'm here it, for it, and I will be rapping along with your basic ass bars, being basic as hell in my Nissan Altima, which is a basic ass model car. <laughs> like my life is not that fucking complex that nope. I can't dance to this shit. That's that's undeniable to me. That shit is hot. Um anyway, then they performed that uh big bank take little bank. And that was my favorite performance of, of the um night because it's a collaboration that they basically cut away from from Nikki um and then they cut to like yg and he was performing on his own stage and then they cut to two chains and he was performing on his own stage and then they cut to big sean and he was performing on his own stage it had like multiple stages right yes yeah. and then they went all the way back to where we originally saw nikki before they cut away and it was nikki um on a on a fake horse like doing her verse i thought that part was i thought that was dope um ain't this what we seen to do in the cat daddy suit yeah that was yg 
okay yeah YG was in somebody pajamas he had somebody's cat daddy suit on honey it was silk and he was shining he like he like he had the street harassment 101 clothes come on like yeah he, he had some gator shoes you can tell him shit only thing he was missing was a red solo cup and a plate mm-hmm. um but i actually really like that uh performance then terry cruz and lakeith stanfield came out and um they uh <laughs> they promoted sorry to bother you it's just funny because this weekend i guess not funny but lakeith stanfield had dropped uh what i would like to call an on go um he um released uh put a video out on social media of him freestyling Mm-hmm. and some of the bars near the end was kind of homophobic for, for oh, no, no reason oh no why why oh, I, no. I, I i really don't know why he did it no you didn't have to do this like i mean it was just i mean everybody for the most part kind of likes to do mm-hmm. um no you know uh a lot of people love how he goes up for black women um i i, I don't know well i mean i'm not i'm not huge into like i haven't been on his like every little thing he's ever Mm -hmm. done so i don't know if he's got like some shit in the past that people don't fuck with him about but i've never really seen too many people like go in on him and of course on twitter there's always somebody willing to go in on everybody but i don't know he seemed to kind of be a i don't know everybody's fave you know and then um just out of nowhere uh this weekend he, he was sitting on a um on his house at his house or whatever on the porch he had like a shirt over his mouth like that and he just started freestyling um and of course screenshots are forever you can record your screen now oh did somebody tell him oh no uh, loaded up like bases place to keep the hoes folded up like great twist my bitch buy it all we do is break biscuit if your bitch got an ass like taste with I keep her off the gas cause it makes sense. This ship don't crash, it creates drift. Moving hella moocha through the mass and the matrix. Only thing higher than the tab is her maintenance. Boy, you're dressed like trash, you are 86. Take that chunk chain back, that's some gay shit. Only black rags in my cab like I'm racist. Bag, I don't really like to brag, but I'm straight rich. Fucking bitches out the ass and I'm famous. And all these gay niggas mad cause they hate this. Coming through swerving on a nigga like a head yeah so you know and and he deleted it but that shit had like twenty four thousand views so it was impossible to to get erase that off the internet come on i bet you he did not think about that and he called it offensive freestyle so it's like just because you call it that don't mean people gonna let you get a pass which is you know it's not even like he said i'm uploading something i used to do and da 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 like don't fuck your money up my dog yeah so uh then amanda seals was in the commercial i was like oh we're going from problematic fave to problematic fave okay let's do it um uh they gave our girl uh britney packnett uh, um award uh for her activism and stuff that was cool mm-hmm. um and i think it was uh luke cage that dude read the thing to like for her which is cool mm-hmm. uh mike coulter um and then uh trying to think who else performed um oh her performed uh and that was the woman who had the guitar solo Mm -hmm. she beasted and i had not really had like i had um added her item her album to my title but i hadn't had time to listen to it 
um but she had a song with daniel caesar too that was that was a beast it was real smooth so like that was another cool moment it's like a good little coming out party for shit that i hadn't heard before i'm just like oh had to check her out and it's like h dot e dot r dot like her mm. um i don't know what it stands for i don't know the whole th- like literally this is my introduction to finally getting to hear her music and i was just like yo where she been um so then um after that um <laughs> they kept showing my man <laughs> they kept showing my man from uh superfly uh i forget his last name his and first name is trevor weird without his wig i want him to have that shag in real life so bad mm-hmm. like they showed him with some regular hair i was just like nah was like, who's that nah I'm, I'm gonna need and like he was being real positive like he had like i mean ten, i mean i guess he was still slanging coke because uh he was he was selling he was selling coca-cola commercials uh but he was surrounded by like little kids he was like hey it's me trevor so-and-so we're gonna be back on your commercial da, da, da. uh don't forget to support coke we gonna have the coca-cola uh fan choice award coming up later tonight uh all right we'll be right back bbet <laughs> by the way shout out to everybody that's been going to see the movie and been hitting me up and telling me how good it is yes i told y'all y'all everybody always judges some black shit before it could come out before it could get a chance to grow we all i don't know about this go see it you know that was good that's right because we black we we like black shit black people made it it's problematic but it's black we we have problematic blackness all around us it's okay come on anyway um actually i'm kind of glad not too many people went to see it because they would just destroy the jokes um then they had um what was it uh la wanda or something what like so they did um jamie fox's old character from living color Mm -hmm. as like a black panther thing and i'm not gonna lie guys they went to the black panther well so many times and i think they must have thought i mean i love black panther love black panther but i really think whoever wrote the writing staff for um for the jokes for the bet awards must have thought like this movie was gonna be the new um i mean just iconic black like everybody would know every reference everybody would be wanting to hear every joke and you want to know what's kind of sad but it's not their fault but twitter already killed those jokes mm-hmm. like we been doing the we black panther the jokes out of black Panther. like there's no black panther joke you can come up with now that we didn't do right. on twitter already uh but they did one where like what if wanda went to uh to wakanda or something mm-hmm. and michael blackson was in it it was just kind of yeah it kind of fell on it was not a great joke Mm-mm. um and then of course movie of the year black panther one um and chad with bozen couldn't be that accepted uh because he was actually playing jamie fox in the jamie fox biopic of course um and, <laughs> but michael b jordan and ryan coogler accepted it and just the most oakland accents ever <laughs> <laughs> yes because he rarely speaks a director but when he speaks you be like oh okay yeah um but that was cool like if anybody questioned you was black baby you get to talking yes 
then they did a tribute to uh anita baker come on um which was uh cool but anita baker apparently got sick and couldn't perform herself right so, so that I, changed the show that, that as changed well. the whole scheduling because i'm pretty sure they probably mapped out a hot 45 minutes you know 30 to 40 for her to sing yeah so like some people came and sang and did tributes um some of the songs people were like oh they left off some of the good songs and i'm like probably because you know up until basically showtime you're hoping that maybe she'll get better maybe something will happen you don't want to take the good songs from her because you you do some good hits but you always leave the best hits for the artists Mm -hmm. so they can get on there and be like blah you know and uh yeah so she wasn't able to perform but she gave a really good speech about the kids and celebrating each other and mentorship within the industry come on what they could have did is you let uh yolanda adams sing because honey she did sing that woman sang yes. no no let her sing the whole tribute yes yeah. or, 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 or or let her sing like the more popular song you know what i mean kind of in in her spot yeah jamie fox sang a little bit of medleys or whatever to start off and then like lettucey sang and yolanda adams and one more woman sang i can't remember the other, the, the first woman who sang but like they sang and they did like a little tribute and then she, anita accepted her award um the other layla hathaway that's what it was i was like y'all sing this secular shit y'all christian good women um <laughs> yeah uh, a lot of people don't know you bring me joy is actually a song about dick exactly oh, the you and that well, song i tell you dick. one thing they was joking about it but i do think this true uh y'all y'all, y'all better be glad yolanda was like i'm gonna sing for the lord because honey your fave could never do what she's doing yeah yolanda was up there i mean taking people to church and like singing the hell out of that secular stuff she was singing the hell out of it yes she was Mm-hmm. like i was like that could make you slap somebody mm-hmm. that's what you bring me joy make you do um but yeah it was dope <laughs> um um the the other thing too because i said this we were on chris's show so if you guys listen to the uh movie trailer reviews uh network we were on insanity check mm-hmm. me and karen yesterday uh but or was it yesterday saturday whenever saturday. he released it yeah anyway um one of the things i was saying about that xx temptation dude is like lost in all the shuffle is there could be a good discussion about the legacy we leave behind and mentorship and what people need to do now because he's dead right so there's no no lesson you can give him he's dead already determined but there's a lot of living people that are obviously on the wrong path that don't have anyone course correcting them that people swear will one day work it out and grow up and be better but i never see anybody reaching out to try to help them be better i always see people talking about it you know like you know i look at chris brown like he's continued to basically like be disappointing for a long period of time like he's grown now there's no more excuses and i've only seen excuses made for him his whole life i've never seen people say um you know as his fans or or as his um colleagues within the industry like hold him to task like yo um this dude has stalked multiple women he's Mm -hmm. gets multiple restraining orders on the dude there's chaos around him at all times Mm -hmm. he's beating people and shit like this like yo this like let me let me pull him to the side and be like chris like what's up you know what's going on instead of just kind of like ah whatever you know he high he popping and that's the end of it i i have no reason to believe that people wouldn't have been the same way for that xx temptation dude i don't believe people would have 
wanted to see him be a better person and like actively tried to assist him i think they just say that kind of shit so they can continue to listen to his music which hey you're gonna listen anyway there's no requirement someone be a good person for you to listen to their music that's some shit we that people make up but a lot of people that ain't shit got our number one on the charts they don't they never they ain't been away a whole life right so anyway it is i i thought her message of mentorship and reaching back and asking for help and mentorship but she's like everybody you know pick somebody in here you admire and you know ask them you know get their contact information and vice versa somebody come up to you like help a young person out and i was like yo that's a real message and she didn't even bring up xx temptation but i was like yo that would that's something we could take from this as positive as opposed to all the negative shit that's gonna you know occur anyway um then they gave like props to um all these heroes um uh, for the black community um they had my man that uh stopped the waffle house um uh, shooting mm-hmm. uh they had to do that help get all these kids to safety and end up getting shot like at, um, yeah at the um the shooting in florida at that school mm-hmm. um he was still on crutches they had that dude they called spider-man from you know in france right. to like save that baby by climbing that building and on the low only us would do something like this like the thing i do uh enjoy about the bet was we recognize people that other groups will actually bypass and people have a tendency to forget that yeah i mean they had to fly these people out and right. have them there and uh celebrate these people um and john legend was the one giving the um the uh the like speeches for each person and stuff um and then uh the last person they gave was uh sean king and uh that was very nice of them to do that and uh it kind of also proves that my twitter circle is small as fuck yeah nobody gets canceled because regardless if you like somebody or not regardless of your personal relationship with somebody or not um you cannot erase uh the work that somebody does you Mm -hmm. know um and he has a large platform and i know people have sorry that's how my timeline was yeah i i see his face I looked at Roger. I said, "Oh no!" Because I was like, "Yeah, and the way they gonna get lit up." Whoever did the camera work on that deserve a fucking Oscar. Because I didn't even see that. I swear to God, he just appeared. Right. I was like, "Where he come from?" Um, and I it was, I, I was. Everybody was continue my routine of just voting and rooting for all the black people. That that was me. Um, nobody gets canceled. People need to. Re- I continue to say that you can ignore me all the fuck you want to. You can't even cancel yourself. Nobody gets canceled. And the thing is, sometimes when people platforms get to certain levels, uh, sometimes people's viewpoints are justified, and then sometimes people are like jealous about mm-hmm. it's not their platform and they're not getting recognized for their work or they should be in the spotlight um and the thing is all that kind of meshes together on your timeline so a lot of times it's it's hard to decipher is it coming from a place of 
legit criticism or is it coming from a place of jealousy and oh my god 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 That's that's how that's how I looked at TV and looked at Roger. That's how the timeline was looking too. <laughs> Come on, because it was like a complete surprise. And niggas was already kind of hating on the show, so that was like a big, a big moment uh, for a lot of the black people to have uh, some. First of all, bitch. Yeah, they they really went off, um, which is messed up because um, Sean King actually put a statement out. Oh, I'll come down a notch and look like a petty little brat by tweeting and Facebooking this just to open up dialogue so we can have an adult conversation. It's ridiculous. In America, you should be ashamed. Ashamed of yourselves. Ashamed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Y'all, that's really for everybody else to have a personal gripe about. I don't really care. Come on. Um, as far as um if if they gonna recognize him they gonna recognize him i don't know i'm I'm sure uh he has had a lot of uh controversy surrounding him mm-hmm. a lot of people that don't like him mm-hmm. and a lot of uh for valid reasons yes yeah like, like, well, for, for yeah for whatever reason i'm not even really trying to parse out their right. reasons and shit uh i just know that a lot of people don't like that nigga and then and he got a whole lot of black people blocked on twitter and shit he unblocked me by the way oh shit now shout out to yelp um but uh he has a lot of people that do not fuck with him on any level and it was interesting to see him at the bet awards because it's kind of like that thing where i couldn't tell if it was and there were a few moments like this that night last night I can't tell if it's just I'm surrounded by t- a lot of Twitter people that kind of think one way. Right. And so it feels like, oh, the world thinks this way. And I walk out of my house and I think everybody kind of feels this way about Sean King. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when I talk to people in real life, when I see, uh, you know, other friends and stuff that aren't really in that world, they don't feel that way about him, but they don't know all his business either. It's just kind of like, oh, this is the guy that I always see reported on the things that I care about. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't go that far. And that's as far as they're concerned. Yeah. And I think, you know, Twitter's, you know, rife with people that think they know the best way to do stuff and they would be able to direct the program and make everything so much better, but they ain't got the power or the pull or the range to really get those dreams accomplished sometimes mm-hmm. um and and maybe if someone invested some money and there was a quote-unquote black twitter awards or something there might be some level of uh discernment but i just think it would it would just be another case of like people hating on that award show you know come on anyway um then after this meek mill uh performed mm-hmm um this is like the problematic like 20 minutes of the show uh meek mill got up there and he did um a new song called i think stay woke or something like that or some shit 
so he did his new song and it was like some black lives matter like anti-incarceration stuff he had on a sweatshirt that was xx tentation sweatshirt so i already was like ooh, the woke's gonna a lot of agendas gonna collide in the morning because you got the incarceration is wrong we want to keep meek out meek has become this symbol of over incarceration mm-hmm. over enforcement of law uh, to a certain extent i think in the cross of that people have kind of lost all the critiques they used to have of his music with the he shouts and he not that good and he overrated a lot of that shit's kind of died down because he became a symbol of like you know i mean shit drake mocked that man a year ago and everybody was laughing about it so he kind of became a symbol of something else because of that incarceration shit but um he seems to be making some transition or at least this song is a transition to more of a political type of leaning so making statements about incarceration and black lives matter and stuff and in this in this performance he's rapping in the foreground and the background is just a bunch of black people living and doing stuff in their neighborhood mm-hmm. and the cops come in and they end up arresting some black men and uh a little girl a little black girl gets shot in the background and um they they don't show the sh- shot but it's like the screen goes black and then it comes back and she's laying on the ground and her father mourns her they put an american flag they cover up in and then um uh they rap and then all the all the black dudes come back and they're in orange jumpsuits holding up prison bars behind them and you know once again the agendas the wokes all that shit it was you just erased everything you trying to say about having that dude on your shirt um because you know a lot of twitter time has been spent being like like you can't even mourn this dude even if you knew him even if uh you work with him like he he is only this one thing and you know people are determined that that narrative is going to be one way or the other and then you have this other competing narrative that is people being like he was a good person he was gonna come back he was gonna change his life and y'all won't let people grow you know so you have both of these competing narratives at the same fucking time and uh yeah it got ugly um for that like five or ten minutes on the timeline i have no idea what it looked like in the morning maybe by then people forgot about it but whoo it was ugly um and then ll introduced deborah mm-hmm. and she came and accepted her final like it was like the such and such icon award um and you know as with everything with deborah lee there's a bunch of people with mixed feelings i personally think she is an icon i think mm-hmm. she's 30 been years ahead of, of the game life. yes yes 30 years of her life uh she's been heading this network thanklessly for most of it come on um it like the i think the 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 financials of managing bet is so fucking difficult for the average consumer to understand at home mm-hmm. and it's easy for us to nitpick and put double the pressure on BET that we would never put on another station Mm-mm. but they gave us some things that are iconic that we loved um over the years and some shit that was quote-unquote problematic but it was still our culture because our culture can be problematic at times you know and people never black people never could make up their mind with BET if they wanted it to be respectable and represent everything positive about our community and nothing negative or if they wanted it to be like you know unapologetically black and we say nigga now you know 
like they never like we never really and we always act like it's a simple choice like this, this station says they're unapologetically black but they don't say the n-word okay but if they said the n-word then people would be on the opposite to them it's not like we would then be like y'all let people say nigga on this show well now i'm gonna listen like no you'd be like somebody would be out there like well this why why the only why the black station gotta be the one to let black people say nigga on the show and all these other shows so what only white people understand it's a bad word you know like it's it's controversial within our community yeah. and we act like it's not yeah because a lot of a lot of black people will never actually come to the realization that they're a lot of their perspectives and their views about bet all stems from white supremacy yeah and no nobody mm -hmm. ever wants to admit that like how you view them for a lot of people stems from that it's always you comparing them to whiteness instead of just allowing them to be themselves they are actually serving a market that other people are ignoring and you cannot erase that just because you might not watch it it might not be something that you enjoy doesn't mean you have to get rid of the whole goddamn thing and that's the that's the part that frustrates me when it comes to this stuff a lot of people go well i don't watch it chuck the whole thing but it's a lot of people that watch a lot of stuff on that channel and they love it because they go to other networks and it's lily 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 white they're not serving them people don't look like them you know people you know they cast a lot of people a lot of niggas got their start on bet when nobody else would even open up the goddamn door for them so you can't ignore that fact well also um a lot of people talk a good game but they don't really support or watch the shit that they say they would right which has to be super frustrating for the network you know like people get caught up in like well they owned by the white man anyway viacom on them yes but when they were owned by bob johnson y'all didn't fuck with them then like y'all mm -mm. like y'all have never really truly fucked with that network as a whole and now we're at a a, a great moment in blackness where all kinds of black shit is everywhere so the pressure shouldn't fall on one channel to represent us all all the time and i do think it's become better because people used to like really shit on bet as a channel more when i was a kid right to compare to now as an adult like people are less apt to shit on it um but because we now can go to you can go to netflix you can go to uh hulu amazon uh most of the network tv shows regular cable shows like they have black stuff everywhere now so if, you know you don't like bet then hey check out empire you don't like empire check out um uh, blackish you don't like blackish uh check out um insecure you know like there's just a ton of stuff we can watch now that we didn't have those choices before but bet has always been under this pressure and it's it's a very it's the duality of blackness and the very sad pressure that they will put be put on but essentially we've told them be respectable but don't be respectable right like we're mad when bet uncut gets canceled mm -hmm. but we're also mad that they were air videos with black women shaking their asses because why you know why we got to have that on our network and, and black people are on a monolith and a lot of people are watching for different reasons and here's this hub that you know has to show everything and it's gonna have people dissatisfied no matter what you know i know people that don't fuck with martin i didn't meet them until the internet started i mean i've still never met them in person but you know there's black people apparently that don't like martin i would have thought bt could show 75 replays of martin every day and 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 be fine nope you know um you know they've had so many shows that got canceled because people lied they said they would watch this positive shit and they don't right you know, people, people don't watch centric 
right and, and, the th- and the thing is people do kill me with that when it comes to respectability politics they say well this is what i want and it's actually close to a documentary and people do watch documentaries right. but you know what you're not watching documentaries week to week to week right i mean people watch go ahead people watch drama mm-hmm. people like messiness you know people like people falling out back like that's what people watch and the thing is you want positives and negative you want a perfect unflawed black woman character the who the fuck gonna watch that not even you it's like you complain like you say you complain that you want shit but then when you get shit you don't support the shit that you claim you want because it's not really what you want yeah people lie and then honestly like i see my timeline every monday go off on you know vh1 like basketball wise and love and hip-hop and shit if that stuff was on bet they would have a completely different reaction correct like it would be like oh i can't believe y'all let this represent black people with vh1 is kind of like uh it's trashy but uh i'm gonna watch it anyway but you know i just know it's trash you know but these people should be ashamed of themselves uh live tweet live tweet live tweet it's that that hypocrisy um but yeah i mean they you know currently have the rundown with robert theedy are are y'all watching that man cave are you watching that um you know they have uh black card revoke which is a game show 50 central face value another game show uh the gucci man the keisha core the main event uh when they got married um death row chronicles which is a documentary series something that only we will watch anyway right um uh, being mary jane of course tales in contempt like i don't think everybody's necessarily watching all this shit they got that grand hustle show coming up with ti uh he keep trying to sound smart you are about to be embarked upon or whatever the fuck um hit the floors coming up like um yeah i forgot the real house husband of hollywood somebody said yeah yeah yeah, they're getting blackish but what i always look at is the cancel programs the former programs because i always feel like that's where the truth is when you have people that said they would support shit and they just didn't you know like um people like people used to be like swear like if we would have had this such and such positive programming and it's like yeah but not really you know what i mean like yeah we you know we we say that but then you know are you really trying to watch um these interviews of uh successful black women and they're not reality stars or any of this shit yeah that's what we need on tv bt should be showing this kind of programming are you gonna watch it are you gonna watch it uh we they should be showing hbcu football games okay cool are you gonna watch it because if you're not gonna watch it that's a bunch of money they probably don't have to spend with no return on investment when they can just turn around and be like we might as well just show fucking um baby boy three times this weekend Mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a it's a it's a money business too you know like motherfuckers ain't tuning in for teen summit no more come on 106 in park people are talking about yeah, yeah a, lot like, of, a lot of them shows got a lot canceled. of people let that shit go you know and mtv and vh1 let that shit go too they don't do music and stuff no more people stop watching after you get to the internet you can go to youtube streaming services that shit is obsolete now yeah, you know yeah a clip is so hot uh 30 seconds and that's it yeah you now have competition because you do have tv one you do have revolt tv like you have competition for this stuff now so anyway i just thought 
i think deborah lee just doesn't get enough credit i think she's mm-hmm. a boss ass woman who handled her business for 30 fucking years who was a first uh in her lane period who has uh definitely left a landmark and footprints for other black women to step into that would not have even been able to to dream of that shit until now and I, a lot of people are going to be standing on her back and on her shoulders that won't want to ever acknowledge it but if it wasn't for her opening doors a lot of motherfuckers wouldn't be where they are today period. Yeah, a lot of your faves would never be your faves and people took that shit for granted and um and and it's kind of ridiculous but like i said um production wise and um um production wise and money wise there's these ideas that people have that are like just do this and all i'm asking is are you gonna take the time to watch it because a lot of people like to mourn shit after it's gone when they never gave a fuck when it was here come on anyway um so then uh after that um oh yeah i love that deborah lee gave a shout out to our commander-in-chief barack obama um then they had the boot up song perform the song of wifey's everywhere um <laughs> netflix had a real dope ad called strong black lead that was amazing with all the black shows on netflix just oof. and what's funny is they almost didn't air that ad because that dude that said the n-word twice that they just fired they was like well coming off of that we shouldn't air this ad because you know people might look at it like you know y'all just coming off this racial scandal but we thought hard and long about it and we decided to air it anyway i'm like dog y'all don't realize that's actually the fucking cherry on top to your firing him now he companies where they just uh he's under investigation uh we'll look into it and keep it pushing he's been suspended for a week with pay like nah y'all did the right thing and it turned around and you know put out this ad maybe this is why he said nigga twice he's seen this ad it's a lot of niggers <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot of niggers can we talk to you in office uh snoop dog came and um um oh wait no no no, no i skipped i skipped something um jamie fox did a real awkward like thing with Nicki minaj where he was talking about they were gonna pop champagne and i don't know what that was i'm telling you he just didn't write nothing he was just out there just talking first dialing you know so i don't know it's so weird like mm, i don't know i wish he had wrote some shit um so then uh snoop got introduced and snoop um did like you know he's such a hustler at this point he's rebuilt his brand Mm -hmm. so many fucking times Mm -hmm. and then he basically performed his gospel album yeah it was number one gospel album yeah oh and i think before that janelle monet performed i forgot to mention that she had a dope mm-hmm. she she had some dope looks like the whole outfit it was different seeing her not in the tux yes <laughs> i've been loving her outside of that tux mm-hmm. but she performed and that was dope then snoop um performed and he did like he, it was basically like he replaced the gospel segment mm-hmm. apparently his gospel album is just all the niggas who already sang gospel being on his album so yes they, but they cut away in the middle of the gospel performance and came back after commercial yeah that was like uh we, uh these niggas still be singing uh y'all we got to pay for these commercials all right we'll see y'all in a second so that's basically the same thing um that's basically the same thing that um uh is like black church you know like it's gonna go on too long mm-hmm. yeah come back there they'll still be singing so then uh but yeah I, I mean snoop got a lot to be thankful for man i thought snoop is a dude that i thought 
would have been dead it it was a 360 for him um yeah like snoop is a dude that i thought when he was coming up young calvin broadest fucking with death row all that violence and shit going on around him snoop is a dude that came in the game on bitches and hoes and getting drunk and 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 smoking weed and i was like yo this these you know tupac's over there dre's over there nwa like all that stuff the dog pound suge knight like i mean that's that that, it's a miracle that nigga's still alive yeah he's america's national treasure now he was on trial for murder you know so yeah shit got real but it was cool to see that um i think also around this time they also had done the rest in peace tributes to people and people uh once again got kind of upset that they even show xx temptation on the screen uh as the person as a person who died this year which i'm sorry he died right he part of the industry what the fuck people like (laughs) people and the thing is i guess with social media people kill me with that for the fact that you cannot ignore him he died he has to be acknowledged you cannot ignore him he was part of the music industry he had the number one song not too long ago album not too long ago you can't have the tribute and not acknowledge him just because y'all old ass niggas didn't listen to his shit don't mean these young people didn't they love him they acknowledge him just like we listen to some problematic shit too but our problematic shits get get an excuse no no we listen to problematic shit we listen we thump our heads and rock to people that have been accused of various different crimes being guilty of various different crimes but for us it's okay and for them it's not don't be a hypocrite like that and would have had the nerve to be mad if man imagine if any of the award shows that your pac died didn't show his shit you'd have been highly upset motherfuckers would have lost their mind on some disrespect for the hip-hop type shit it it was just kind of i don't know people just uh, whatever um but yeah snoop performed and then they had an after party with tammy and charlamagne and rick ross had a new video and that was when i went and watched preacher but um yeah this year was just okay like i wish you had a better comedy i wish anita could have been healthy and performed i wish scissor could have been healthy and performed Mm -hmm um you know i needed more oomph like the star power wasn't there this year right um could have been some timing things you know b and j on scheduling yeah Yeah. they on tour about or about to be on tour drake is just hate keeping his head down right now um uh, a lot of the whole kanye shit i mean do you really want kanye there uh right now like it's it's just yeah and then cardi pregnant yeah it was just like a lot of star power couldn't be there um i don't know what you do with the xx temptation shit i don't know what you do like he not he's to me he's not somebody that i give a fuck about or know is about to them them niggas have to deal with that shit you know what i mean i ain't gotta you know i i don't have to make that decision i'm glad i don't have to you know correct and um i mean and then the people that they did have i mean it's like meek unveiling a new song that's kind of deep not just some instantly digestible shit j cole who you know king of the uh unwashed or whatever the fuck like is like he's just not there for the glamour and glitz of it he's very like i got these dreads i'm wearing t-shirts and jeans everywhere i'm i'm not trying to make commercial hits necessarily you know so you know j rock who has been around for a long time but i say this album is his first true introduction to a lot of people 
and that's if you just listen to this album that's only been out a week right right you ain't gave enough people time to actually sit down and digest it like this is like it was asking a lot it was asking a lot but um i still enjoyed the uh the show but yeah not their best work Mm -mm. um they definitely need to give it to somebody that's gonna take the shit seriously though anthony anderson and um um rainbow was i cannot remember tracy tracy ellis ross they were good that was just like a year ago and people were already trying to be like man this show is so ghetto it's so terrible i'm like but y'all was just getting y'all life like one or two years ago you know this is down here to me they 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 their chemistry they had a ball yeah they were it was like but some years it's just like take it serious kevin hart takes it serious that's why i'd be better when he's on he really does like people talk shit about kevin hart but he'll he won't show up and half-ass do some monologues and mm-hmm. makeup jokes that don't have material like anyway uh let's get into uh some other things okay oh something i wanted to say yeah what were those chips you got those were delicious some best were they vegetable chips i i, I don't go get the bag i don't know how would i know off the top of my head i just oh, bought yeah. some chips when i went to marshall y'all know marshall's always had them weird ass snacks in there if y'all ever been to marshall's i went and got some candles and some hangers this morning because i was uh i've been burning through my candles lately and i wanted to see if they still had that mango pineapple um uh pound cake which was uh amazing oh my god it was amazing candle best candle i ever smelled in my life anyway it was gone uh but i got a bunch of other candles and i picked up jan's mixed root chip chips exotic blend of purple and orange sweet potatoes taro and cassava chips that shit is flames and this is rosemary garlic flavor i've been um, munching the hell out of them yeah they are good this is what they look like you guys Uh, i was like oh this is a great opportunity with the potato chips they kind of taste like lays if you guys ever had lays but they don't look like lays Mm -mm. they're like Um, roots they're delicious i just wanted to say shout out to them chips this today's show brought to you by these chips apparently yes okay um as i was saying though (laughs) um (laughs) you know i'm random yep yep i know oh i call myself a sit-down comedian i was put on facebook i was like i to the stand-up comics you know i asked them i was like hey i uh tell my jokes sit down and my jokes are bad i love my jokes they're terrible but would be no but can i consider myself a sit-down comedian i mean what do you think um i think um we are i i'll say we're comedian podcasters maybe or podcast comedians i think that's what i'll put us as podcast comedians i mean look we're about to go do this show in front of a bunch of people we've done it a few times live um we have a following um we're always the top podcast and comedy on our podcast host mm-hmm. where um i mean at this point there's probably hundreds of thousands of podcasts. i don't know how many fucking podcasts there are in the world there's a lot but you know we we do pretty well for ourselves we make a living off of it so yeah i i don't see any reason that we shouldn't um be proud of where we are and um and celebrate um this shit so um yeah i mean you gotta 
yeah i don't have a problem I, like i wouldn't call myself a stand-up comedian right nothing. that's why i said no, but a I'm podcast not... comedian i feel like we fit the fucking um i don't know i feel like we fit the the the, the description yeah yeah I, I consider myself a sit down somebody said they consider themselves a, swi- a, a swivel chair comedian um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i mean why not you know it's it's look i don't want to brag on us too much man but like we do we do some really good work we work very fucking hard yeah, harder not, than not, not that we do i don't know if there's a podcaster working harder than us period that you know like we have changed a lot of the things that were given in this game before you could even call it a podcast game yeah there's a lot of people that wouldn't exist without us correct there's people that hate our fucking guts and they still use the things they learn from watching us be successful mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like that's some that's some next level shit like i don't know that the spotlight will ever shine that hard for black independent media like us that are outside of the mainstream we're not co-signed by right. any company any brand it's just us me and you yes sir we built this shit from uh the ground um you know we like we revolutionized the way people work together like we're not the first black podcast Mm-mm. but we danced for the first black podcast it was like yo let's collaborate it's not a competition it's not about us versus you right it's not about our way is right your way is wrong i like you hey won't you come be on my show and now look at everybody everybody does it mm-hmm. you know um we've never fucking ripped anybody off Mm-mm. we've never um tried to stop anybody from their getting their shine never sabotage anybody hmm. i like um, when other people get their shine we uh we've been like gracious and sharing of our audience and our space you know we've been giving of ourselves sometimes too much yeah like we've allowed access to ourselves man we just went out with you know toya and and john you know like you can't call up you can't dm crystal and kid fury or 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 Jesus and Meryl, you can't do that shit and be like, "Hey, I'm in town. Can I go to dinner with y'all?" Like, you can't do that shit. And I'm, and I mean, that's something I'm being more careful about. Obviously, mm-hmm. I, you know, um, but even the things that have hurt me or stressed me out have happened because I open my heart, my my heart and my time to people, right, in a way that would allow people to be able to come in and hurt me, or to to to, and also in many cases leave lasting impressions and friendships and grow shit so yeah we can talk our shit we should we're about to fucking fill up this goddamn arena and these people are gonna have such a fucking good time and i'm gonna make sure that they do and i can't wait to meet people and make jokes like i'm counting days like y'all counting down days. you know how many fucking you know how many you know how many fucking unfunny ass hack ass niggas call themselves comics oh. and all they done is got up on stage and made a couple jokes and they're open micers and they might not even be funny you know how many fucking undeserving white dudes have fucking said i'm a professional this that or the other because they just they're they're walking in with that belief that that's how i am and i said it and therefore that's the truth why the fuck not us so yeah if you want to call yourself a, a podcast comedian a stand-up comedian a sit-down comedian whatever the fuck what they gonna do you make all kinds of people laugh all the time 
people always talk about how much they love you people stand for your rants people like go up for um your puns even when they're bad like yes even when they're bad you know like there's <laughs> there's people that look up to you and there's no reason that you should feel um um you should feel any way about that like you should feel bad about that so yeah no i, I you know I, I don't feel bad I, all i know is that uh i like i said i wouldn't consider myself a stand-up comedian you know but i you know do consider myself some form of it uh uh, uh of a comedian quote-unquote um you know i don't write professionally you know anything like that but you know i would like it's one of those things i'm almost like the nerd thing by slowly embracing you know we are around a lot of comedians so i have learned from a lot of them like a lot of comedians i listen to i listen to their podcast they just don't know how much they impact me and learning the terms and what they mean and how to string things together and stuff like that so i can see uh it's almost like a muscle you have to exercise it so i can see that muscle getting stronger yeah my point is just you cannot wait on anybody else to validate your shit when you already doing what it is you're doing it so what we gonna wait for the fucking podcast academy to fucking award or some shit no like i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck if nobody ever hears this we're so supported by the people that love us come to us and get their lives to us and not just out of some altruism mm. we're fucking better at this shit than most people doing it yeah. if we weren't people wouldn't fuck with us ain't that true you know i don't need everybody to fuck with us but just the general consensus is a lot of motherfuckers wish they were in our shoes right now and they do the things that they think would put them where we are and they can't do it yet because they're not as good as us we have honed this shit we are crafted we're a fucking team you know the same way that people the same way that i'll tune in and listen to Jesus and marrow uh you know do that thing on vice there's people that feel that way about us i can't ah. wait to hear them cover this story i can't wait to see what jokes they're gonna make i can't wait yeah. to see so yeah i don't i i I've, i mean i've been off that you know we can call ourselves whatever the fuck we want to <laughs> just make sure you write my name right on the check <laughs> come on spell my name right i think and i think for me it's it's um i guess it's a growing process it's a growth it's just uh some sometimes it's i can i can i can express sometimes it's hard for me sometimes to accept labels quote unquote and so it's a label that i'm actually embracing and and accepting and go well this is what it is and i think that as i become more uh comfortable in in that title quote unquote whatever it is i'm like you know what hey i can actually you know do things it's one of those things where you know i do want to have the confidence of a mediocre white man that i can do anything but you have you'll never have the confidence of a mediocre white man because you already established you can do this shit is white people feel like they can do shit that they've never done before oh, true, like you true. are you're doing it there there's literally no reason you shouldn't feel confident about what we do you know like we have shown up in so many situations where we didn't know how it was gonna happen what was gonna go down but we just brought our enthusiasm our professionalism to it mm-hmm. everybody fucking loves working with us every time we get out people hit me up all the time about like oh i met y'all here or we did this event together or you read this ad for us or you um you know we work with dexter and we were doing voiceover work and shit that we just it's like why not do it 
and then you leave and it's like yo y'all knocked that out the park y'all are so good at this yeah. you know when we meet people and we can be genuine with them i mean we got that southern hospitality thing and you know we don't big time people and shit mm-hmm. we never i've never like someone come up to me and pretend i'm not me or something like it's just we're we do our thing and we have made people um love us and let people love us and right. love them back and that's something that you know when we're done with all this or when we're you know we leave this earth like we will have left a mark yeah you know that, what i mean so i don't yeah so i don't like the label i don't even care about the label i don't it's why i don't care about them fucking list and the Mm-mm. i seen the day somebody at hollywood reporter was like oh they just this podcast agent got signed to the hollywood reporter and you know podcasts are expected to make 235 million dollars in revenue and da 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 and i'm like that's you know that's a good point but we're already almost frozen out of that you know everybody that fucks with us we're making it on our own um with our audience and some point somebody will realize that this is an amazing story right you know what i mean because is it really that fucking amazing no this is no shade to any podcast i just want to keep that clear but is it really that fucking amazing to join somebody else's network as a 17th podcast but it happens to have a black host it's cool it's a good milestone for you i love that people are doing that i want more black people everywhere me too i will never knock you for doing that shit Mm -mm. but at the same fucking time our shit's revolutionary from the jump like we made a show about just being two niggas that do a show for black other black people and anyone can listen but it's for us first you know what i mean and that was before you know people used to tell us uh make your shit like a radio show put music in between the breaks uh don't do this nigga don't make it too long don't do it every day but we was right we proved that we were right and they don't know what the fuck they were talking about Mm -mm. they can do it their way but our way worked too you know so it's we have literally changed shit we have changed shit for people it will take a long time for people to realize that a lot of people's favorite podcasts right now inspired by our shit and not because we were out here trying to be inspirational Mm -mm. we're just being ourselves but if we can inspire other people to be themselves and that's just podcasting like how many artists do we know how many musicians do we know how many comedians do we know right you know how many people have been influenced activists right you know by the shit that we say and do like our shit is influential and i don't you know it's like (laughs) maybe when the bet awards do a podcast award we'll get on there or something like that but in general like nah, we we did some black ass shit you know so that's that's what it's all about so i don't yeah i might not walk around talking a lot of shit and and you know i try to stay focused and humble and blah 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 all that shit but um oh i definitely understand my value you know like once our audience showed the value of what we do i don't think we're doing a disservice to deny it at that point correct 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 yeah yeah and 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 i think i think for me as i just grow and i think for me podcasting and a lot of the things that we do has caused and i think i talked to you about this the the, the other day it has caused a lot of barriers and a lot of layers that i put on top of myself i have begun to shake them i have begun to break them uh i have have begun to uh kind of get away from a lot of insecurities that i have 
i know for me i began to speak up even even just just life in period begin to speak up begin to voice my opinion begin to uh know that i am worthy and you should and you ought to listen to me you know and not shrink myself and shrink my presence to make other people feel more comfortable no sometimes you're gonna have to deal with me and deal with my blackness well while you're doing that other people are watching you doing it and they're doing it for themselves and their lives you know people write up here all the time every saturday about how they relate to you and something you said and this thing inspired me and now, now i'm doing this you know like uh that like you've always kind of been that kind of way with people you know so our growth is other people's growth true you know like we've just been transparent and honest about it people know we not fucking focus grouped and mm-hmm. um and and like 17 layers between us and them they know that when we're talking about something that's how we really feel right they know when we change our mind we really changed our mind mm-hmm. they know when we learn something new we really learned it they know about our personal lives they know about the fucking kind of porn we watch like we're very transparent open podcast and not just for like some shock value devil's advocate shit we're not relying on trying to get like the biggest guest every week or some shit or interviews which no offense to people that do that shit but we're not relying on this person bringing something to our show if anything we bring shit to people there are people that you would think are big time that are still like yo every time i do stand up somebody from y'all's audience is in this crowd we hear that y'all we hear no i didn't have i didn't really have a black following even though i'm a black person but then i fucked with your show and now black people fuck with me right i was in the middle of timbuktu nowhere and niggas was like hey i heard of you and the black guy who tips that's because we everywhere so all i you know so anyway all that to say call yourself whatever you want to call yourself it like it's on the same way we decided to call ourselves podcasters one day and this goes for everybody listening i like if you walking it call yourself that shit what you gonna wait on somebody else to come yes. tell you that you're doing what you already doing who the fuck does that <laughs> I, nobody else does that but us black people yeah. minority people poc we always feel lgbtq people we always feel like we need some fucking validation from either some white group of people or some some other cosign from some company before we can fucking say we're doing what we're already fucking doing we're doing the work this shit pays our bills we know what we're doing you know me fucking white i got interviewed by a white dude one time it's so funny uh kind of a cool dude but he's still white right so he interviewed me uh because bo had told him like hey if you want to talk to somebody that's you know doing independent podcasts about you know how you could do it you know here's a guy to call he calls me conversation probably five ten minutes and half the conversation is really me talking about him um or talking about other shit he did but guys the conversation was so curt so quick and i'm sure part of it's because he's like a journalist and he's done interviews before he kind of knows what answers he's looking for and shit but the the biggest thing i took from that and this happens to me all the time there's a part of him that didn't think i knew what the fuck i was talking about it happens all the time i crit like as a black person i'm sure this happens to other black people i didn't even get mad about it i just laughed to myself because i said if you would have listened he might have been successful with what he thinks he wants to do but when i got off that phone the first thing i thought was that man's gonna fail at trying to monetize the thing that he wanted to monetize and i was fucking right of course i was right because he didn't even listen he thought there was no he thought he knew everything and there was nothing to gain from that conversation 
now sure in his mind he wouldn't think it that way and i was very polite and courteous to him and he never was rude or anything but i could just tell as soon as i started talking it was uh I'm, he's done he's out that was all the goddamn time you know what i mean so there's a lot of people that think they know and it's not just white people but you know as a black person today on twitter um you know there's been all this talk about civility right civility you gotta be civil to these republicans and you know the shit that uh you chased a woman out of a restaurant you said you wouldn't feed her uh sarah huckabee sanders we gotta be civil right and uh i said now it's a play on words but um not it's a play on words but i know what the fuck i'm talking about and i'm smarter than a lot of people so i said to this point was like it's funny that people really think that there's a limit and exhaustibility to this idea of what's civil and not civil right i was like we we this country fought an entire war and we call it the civil war only because white people were on the other side now a lot of people go you know the knee-jerk reaction is of course well all wars between two factions of citizens are called civil wars that's not even true but let's say that that's the truth um who fucking set up the definitions for what a citizen is so when you come here and you kill off the native americans the 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 original indigenous americans whose land you took was that a civil war did they get who gets to define that the white people who killed them get to define it so you can call it the american indian war which is essentially genocide but we don't call that a civil war or what about when you came here and you fucking decided arbitrarily this was now a new nation and it's your nation and you renounce your citizenship to britain or england or wherever the fuck you came from and you turn around on those white people who got off the same ship your ass got off and go we don't want to pay taxes no more fuck y'all it's our country now you call that the revolutionary war i call it fucking theft right but that's the the framing of that is this was a war against britain against taxation and shit nah it was a backstabbing move by some fucking traitorous ass cowards who got here realized how abundant this place was and was like i'm gonna keep this shit for myself fuck them it's our shit now how the fuck you a citizen nigga you just got here too you weren't born here and you already want to kill the other white people you ain't got an accent yet you realize the back then like ben franklin and them accent was the same as the red coats they hate this nigga paul revere running around the fucking countryside like the red coats that come in he's talking just like he ain't talk like he was from boston and shit he ain't, he ain't talk like he was from philly yet these motherfuckers talk the same accent so anyway then you have the quote-unquote civil war which is not a war between two groups of citizens because one group renounced their citizenry and declared secession and declared their own fucking country if anything was a it was a smack in the face to them to call it a civil war because they wanted to be recognized as a sovereign nation they were setting up their own border you it has been the greatest favor that other white people who won that war who should have written the the same way they wrote the american indian war they should have written as the war of secession the war of revolution the war of rebellion 
they could have written written that that chapter that way but they couldn't because whiteness in this country is a hallmark of citizenship beyond any other fucking thing there is so as long as you're white even if you carry another flag even if you're from another state even if you say fuck this country i don't want to be a part of your country they will always see you as their brother which makes them give you the fucking favor of saying you're still a citizen so this was a civil war i made this point on social media and people lost their fucking minds because they can't get past the petty definition of but civil war two citizens who the fuck decide what a citizen is who told you that it was a mercy they gave the fucking uh losers of the rebellion you'll never hear britain refer to as a civil war but it was nothing but countrymen fighting countrymen they just declared at some point like actually we're independent and we're american now since when yesterday fuck y'all uh we're throwing this tea off the boat i know my shit is my point but i'm also black in america so a bunch of one white dude was like i'm not gonna tolerate whole temporary when it comes to the civil war why is that word coming out of your face you don't even know what it means two i'm not hotel i'm just smarting you this was some hotel separation of life the white man seating now back in egypt the ancient comedic language it wasn't even that it was just straight up facts we call it a civil war because we go those are our brothers that war was anything but civil it was fought over fucking slavery you think i don't know i'm down here and oh the white dude was from canada by the way anyway i'm down here is my point if you don't get out of here but i'm black so i can't possibly fucking know what the fuck i'm talking about right there could be no possible explanation or way i could be viewing it where you just went oh i learned something i didn't even think of it that way yeah technically that was like a war of secession technically that was a fucking rebellion technically like the winners won and they get to call it the civil war because we like we like our we like oh jeremiah and uh bartholomew and jebediah and all these motherfuckers from the south beauregard we love we 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 get to put fucking streets and name them after that after these motherfuckers that's what we do here but 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 don't call it listen it's a civil war that just means citizens are fighting fuck out of here what about when black people fight for our freedom is it called civil war or is it called a rebellion is it called a revolt what's it called a riot what's it called i ain't never got called no fucking citizen of this country not not when they take a knee at the fucking football stadium and see if you get a get called a citizen fuck out of my face anyway i don't know how i got on that but any my point being yeah a lot of people assume we're not experts but we live in it yeah so yeah. i'll call myself the expert fuck you i'm not waiting on you nigga nobody should especially when i'm doing the work it's the difference between just some nigga out here talking about i'm a podcaster and they got three listeners they just got a mic yesterday and you know they can't like they the episodes sound terrible it's still like it's a difference between that i'm saying a lot of us have have earned the right yeah yeah you're right you're right you we, we, we we've earned the right and you know and it's and you know for a lot of black people um, brown people and marginalized people it's hard for us to walk into our greatness because we always been told we are not worthy of greatness you know we are not worthy of being called 
you know good things we are not worthy of being acknowledged for our work acknowledged for this acknowledged for that acknowledged for our intelligence acknowledged for over succeeding you know and the world is structured for us to think we're less than because the truth be told the worst thing in the world for uh people in power is when people who don't got power realize they have power because once they realize they have power it becomes a problem because all of a sudden you can't put that shit back in the box you can't make it go back to how it used to be you can't control them you can't manipulate them you can't make them do what they used to do you can't scare them you can't place fear in them and that's the thing with all the shit going on right now and people saying the stupid shit about voting and shit like that. People want you to be dumb like that. But the second you realize there is power in what you in, in voting, the second you realize there's power in protesting, the second you realize there was power in calling your congressman, the second you realize there's power in registering people to vote, the second people actually come to this realization and realize that there is power in those things, uh it it, it scares them yeah i just think you can learn a lot from people if you not judging them in your head the whole time correct like that's the shit that kills a lot of learning is that you start off with this motherfucker can't possibly know what i anything more than me and once you once you do that you've already lost the biggest opportunity which is to learn you know i just don't want to die as fucking stupid as i came into this world it's not a fucking it's not some huge mission statement it's just a very simple thing sometimes i learn something and sometimes hey you know what the person was stupid it was a waste of time but sometimes you learn shit i still go back to um my friend rashida the deepest thing i ever heard about love we fucking 17 rosa really shouldn't know shit about love right at 17 what the fuck do you know but when she said i love him for what i know love to be right now and i laughed and clowned her and thought that was the dumbest shit in my life now i'm 40 like that's the smartest fucking thing i've ever heard anybody ever say so yeah you if you don't go in judging people you might learn something um we gotta go to the next session real quick karen oh no problem i'll bring us right back on screen okay um sorry guys in the chat um um hold that thought though don't you know okay um it'll only be like 30 seconds oh you good but yeah you know um like i didn't even think that point i was making was was so fucking deep i just was really like yeah y'all we love white people we we still want them to be heroes even though they were in the confederacy and tried to like take over the fucking country we still want we still will not allow our love our love of white people won't allow them to be the true rebellion that they were um go ahead agreed and also i think uh for me too and it's funny though because for uh, most black people and marginalized people you almost have to be open-minded when it comes to listening white people don't white people can automatically dismiss you regardless because society has taught them that they are actually the superior race and they know everything but you know because i'm very open-minded you can learn from anybody so I don't, I'm like you, I don't close doors because you don't look right or you don't dress right or you don't sound right or, 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 or whatever that is. Because the thing about knowledge, if you really want to seek knowledge, knowledge will come from the most obscure place when you least looking for it. But you have to be in a frame of mind to receive that knowledge and what i realized is that the things that i've learned i've learned from various different people that look from various different walks of life and i and and i and i can honestly say for me 
I think that particularly uh, going to HBCU and actually dealing with black people of all types of background really opened my mind up to blackness and learning from black people and learning from us because there are, I, I, at the older I get, particularly with the internet, there are black people that have these barriers about our own. You know, when it comes to you wear dreads or you, you, you too dark or you too light or I don't like your accent, you know, but, but there's knowledge and wisdom there that you end up hurting yourself uh, because we are actually in spots of authority now. You know, the world has changed. We still have a long way to go, but we are in the spots and places of authority and wisdom. And there are people that can help you because just like white folks look at niggas and be like, I don't think that nigga can help me. Niggas look at niggas and be like, I don't think that nigga can help me. You know, just because like, like for you, you might walk in somewhere and you have, you know, a t-shirt and shorts on, but they don't realize that you own a business. Right. You know, so it's it's one of those things where sometimes the the bummiest looking motherfucker in there has the most power than anybody in the room. But you just drag me as a bummy motherfucker. Okay, go ahead. Not not you. Mm-hmm. Not, not no, it's fine. It's not fine. You. Okay. But 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 when I mean, I'm bummy, just trying to be the Kanye to your cam. That's all. Thank you. No, and when I mean bummy, I mean that. No, you don't have to explain. I'm just, <laughs> okay. I'm just making a joke. I'm just making a joke. I was, I was like, I was like, I don't want to do it, but like, I'm like Karen up there slandering her husband. <laughs> it's fine i'm just making a joke i'm just making a joke oh no problem baby but uh but people do judge people like that yeah i mean it's just look all i'm saying is i know a nigga that can teach you some shit that you wouldn't think and that's just life experience and a lot of people don't have that experience but anyway call yourself whatever you want to call yourself is my point you want to call yourself a sit-down comedian uh podcast comedian whatever because at the end of the day these comedians would love to be a guest on our show because they'll get motherfucking uh a boost off of our shit i guarantee that you know what i mean mm-hmm. you understand you're working with them do you understand jail covan has gone flown on his own dime to be on the adam carolla podcast multiple times at this point flown to california six foot seven jail covan cramped in motherfucking somebody's plane knees just getting all kinds of fucked up for adam carolla right who quasi racist conservative basically adam carolla very funny dude but still um he has gotten more of a following from our niggas over here the people that fuck with us because our people fucking care you know what i mean i know we don't have as many listeners as adam carolla i guarantee that just for the the shit we talk about and the points of view we have come on i know them same motherfuckers don't listen to this shit but i don't really care because the people that fuck with us fuck with us the long way shout out to mike mike brown another dude that'll tell you to hey man we go to we do our thing we go we have shows your fans show up like yeah call yourself whatever you want anybody got a goddamn problem with it they can come talk to me because it's, it's what are they gonna say you know what i mean roy wood jr still remembers being on our show we did that shit years ago we had a fucking bluetooth blue snowball mic Mm -hmm. like we we make shit happen you know so yeah i don't anyway september 20th y'all niggas come out um it's gonna be a fun time chris lambert's gonna be there so looking forward to it i cannot wait oh y'all do, like like i know people done bought their tickets and books and y'all looking at the count baby i'm looking at the calendar somebody just said like y'all. 87 days somebody said that today. yes 87 days yeah all right man look we don't have much time let's do some um let's do some uh guess the race um where am i at? here we go 
now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and uh everybody playing is racist <clears throat> a man is charged after driving a forklift through lit restaurant supplies oh lit oh lit like flames or lit like drunk lit both of those mean about what lit l-i-t yes both of those are the same like flames and drunk okay uh it's lit a memphis man was taken into custody after he broke into a downtown business and caused all sorts of damage jerry modesto was charged with burglary vandalism and theft of property after he broke into lit restaurant supplies on union avenue on june 17th shortly after police arrived they witnessed a 29 year old drive a forklift through the metal roll-up door and iron security gate oh shit once outside he reportedly continued to drive away before getting stopped by police i wonder if he knew how to operate the forklift or he, he just was driving it like a car because i last i don't think them things is easy to drive i don't know i mean don't got a wheel a special license yeah I, but that seemed like for the lifty part uh okay but not for the driving part mm. i don't know what kind of license you need to drive a forklift anyway probably mm, one of them dlc cld one of them I mean, motherfuckers can buy a drone and fly it around, but you can't just hop in a forklift and drive it off. I don't know. Seems suspect. Must be some union shit. Uh, speaking of unions, what the fuck is up with, uh, nine to five? Y'all ever hear that? We always say working in my nine to five, but I don't know anybody that has a nine to five. Everybody got an eight to five, right? Eight to five or nine to six. It's always an eight hour work day and then, like, you gotta take lunch. Like, it's were people working seven hour lunch days in the back back in the day and were they part-time or full-time how long was they lunches these yeah, are the lot, questions y'all come to us for a lot of people just will get paid for lunch like you work and you get paid for your lunch huh oh back they don't do that no more well a lot of them must be some union more. shit man yeah it can't, it can't possibly be i haven't met nobody with a regular job they just yep gotta go to the eight to five now gotta go to the nine to five like you get that nine your ass leaving at six yeah. five thirty minimum at you the, take a thirty minute early lunch is. yeah anyway after investigating the scene officers determined that modesto entered the business through a glass window he then rummaged through the warehouse causing at least thirty four hundred dollars in damage uh he's been in trouble with the law since 2007 he was arrested for trespassing at a high school guess the race of jerry modesto karen jerry modesto i think jerry modesto was white all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe um might be a little delay oh, okay all right give him a second then matter of fact i'll blow up his picture while i do that all right let's see what they say um and da, 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 okay if if that was lit i hate to see crunk redneck white you mean he discovered the forklift and civilly drove it into a building white ah! white let's see how fast the summer bitch can go white white mm, not looting surviving white white build that wall latino um jerry was high on that meth make a mess and still alive white confident forklift drive uh driving white man that forklift didn't have rims white definitely white the correct answer is white 
one person did say latino though Uh, and that's him right there oh he definitely white mm-hmm. you over there what you looking for some candy in your purse oh no 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 i'm sorry I... <laughs> what you doing over there <laughs> i'm sorry i i i pulled for pulled a hangnail i'm sorry okay <laughs> i know you're like what the hell are you click click doing over there we're in church <laughs> uh... i got a hot peppermint for you you want it <laughs> <laughs> oh all right um here's another one blood everywhere son describes decapitating his mom to the deputy holy shit Mm -hmm. uh terrell johnson confessed to killing his mother the morning after her decapitated body was found june 6th the morning that means he was there all night with her uh i guess i don't know I mean, her body was found, so he must not have been around, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, he was formally charged with first degree murder. A box took the stand as Johnson, 29, sat with his head hung beside his attorney, Jim Davis, during the brief hearing. Box knew Johnson because the sheriff's office had been called to an unspec- unspecified number of times to the tidy brick road home on Johnson Road, where Johnson lived with his mother, 51 year old Sherry Johnson. She worked as a guidance counselor at Hattiesburg High School uh box said he went to the house for a welfare check a law enforcement term for checking to make sure someone's okay at the request of sherry johnson's two brothers and sister who had not heard from her since late on june 3rd a sunday terrell johnson said he was she was away on a cruise but they did not believe him uh yeah uh, that's pretty see-through alibi when he arrived at the house uh bog said terrell johnson was sitting on the front porch he insisted his mother was okay and had gone somewhere with a friend but bog asked if he could look inside johnson took bog and two other deputies into the house when i entered the bedroom i immediately noticed blood everywhere he said walls and bed were covered in blood sherry johnson's headless body lay in the backyard oh he didn't even try to cover this up at all bog said he did not see the head at first but it was located about 15 feet from her body Mm-mm. I always knew this boy was headed for trouble. I'm oh, sorry. Um, See, that's why he wouldn't head to the class. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could help myself, y'all. Mm-mm-mm. um so uh <laughs> the, when that was done uh oh so they processed the crime scene then that was done they interviewed johnson he confessed on the audio tape to killing his mother johnson said that he and his mother got into an argument over credit cards he said he tried to walk away with the escalated into a fight he told me that he beat her up real bad he said it got out of hand he then choked his mother till she stopped breathing decapitated her with a butter knife shit also using his hands and teeth to remove the head what he said he took her body to the backyard so the house wouldn't smell bad davis indicated after the hearing that it was too early to say whether they will use an infant insanity defense for johnson i mean that's pretty insane 
he questioned boggs about john's previous mental commitments boggs said his understanding was that the department of veteran affairs had expelled him after a previous arrest davis said that after the hearing that it will take time to acquire johnson's hospital records i've handled numerous insanity cases trust me jurors don't like them so you better have a very strong one i mean i i think the teeth thing counts as that that's not a stable person nigga a butter knife a butter knife can't even cut some butters if it ain't hard enough bitch y'all didn't have a a, a, a steak knife or mm-hmm. nothing just regular ass butter knife mm-hmm um david said the decapitation concerns him the most i think there's a why behind that i think trying to determine that why is very important because he crazy <laughs> david said johnson had held temporary labor jobs but had not been steadily employed as an adult he served in the u.s army and attended community college as a uh as an adult uh as a young man um his father sat on the front row during the hearing but did not want to comment on the case he and sherry johnson had their son when they were very young but never married harris recently retired at the head made this man for stone county as a baptist minister Mm-mm-mm um yeah they said a family that tried over the years to help her son and so has she um but it didn't work um all right karen guess the race of uh terrell johnson terrell johnson mm-hmm. terrell is killing me i'm still gonna go white okay I mean, Terrell Johnson, I mean, he sound like a, a cornerback. Well, you gotta go okay. white. Okay. Uh, Let me check the chat room. I can still change my mind, can't I? Of course. I mean, you, you do whatever you want to do. I'll read okay. some of this. Why, okay. Terrell Johnson is the wide receiver from, uh, Ohio State University Black. Alright. The chat room says, meet me at the crossroads, Negro. Fuck you, mom, white did mom didn't have mcdonald's money but he learned from his white friend timmy because terrell johnson is a black ass name that oh. nigga crazy black Ooh, seriously that nigga crazy crazy as fuck black they they didn't fall for the tom joined the cruise lie ha <laughs> big lip bushwhacker black try tired to hear his mom would tell him you got mcdonald's money black thought he was blade black terrell is a black man who was in need of some serious help good lord trying to be head of the household strong black man terrell johnson is black black sound like a deleted scene off of tales from the hood black i feel like terrell is white from the south and big mad is mom metal world peace crazy black 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 mama always helped me get a head <laughs> new rap anthem black first white terrell i ever heard of white and black the correct answer is a carrot are you sticking with black yes the correct answer is black won't believe we did no shit like that yeah i, I know that's where all these black people coming from trying to talk about he white there's no clue in that that made you think this nigga was white y'all knew he was black he Boo. was running a 440 decapitates his mama with his teeth Ooh. nigga please 
yeah honey ain't ain't there not gonna be no insanity for that one it's gonna be like you because that took a long period of time they don't give black people the insanity of defense anyway oh you're going to jail he gonna get death because black all right guys uh, <laughs> let's go to bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is two for two. Very, barely two for two. I know, right? But uh, she's made it. And let's see if she can finish off strong in the bonus round. I'm going to try. And a lot of you niggas missed that layup because y'all didn't want to admit to the to the schism. I know. Y'all didn't want to submit to the truth. Ain't no white Terrells. We've been doing this show for years. Still ain't came across a white Terrell. Terrell? Come on, y'all. <sighs> I would have gave you Tyrone, maybe. Terrell? A Florida man asked the cops to make sure his meth is up to speed. What? Investigators at the Putnam County Sheriff's Office in Florida don't meth around. <laughs> Douglas Peter Kelly found that out the hard way on Tuesday when he purchased some crystal meth from his dealer that he thought wasn't exactly up to speed. Fearing a ripoff, the 49-year-old contacted the Sheriff's Office, saying that he wanted the drugs tested because he had a bad reaction. the investigator said kelly wanted to press charges against the person who sold him the illegal drugs a week earlier so the drug unit detectives invited him to come on in and had a contraband tested well let me tell you something if you think you need to call the police to check out the drugs uh the drugs are working because mm-hmm. only somebody that's how they fucking mind would think of this you then drove to the sheriff's office and gave the detectives a crystal-like substance wrapped in aluminum foil that tested possible positive for meth the positive test had negative results for kelly who was arrested on charges of possession of methamphetamine and taken next door to the jail i mean this is this is like basically delivery ah! this is a delivery prisoner right what? let's order takeout prisoners i know they uber a man now nobody yeah. told me uber uber citizen just go ahead and send them on Uber in. Uber policing. Go get them. Right. Uh, he was released Wednesday afternoon on a $2,500 bond. Um, they posted his, re- his arrest on Facebook with this reminder. Remember, our detectives are always ready to assist anyone who believes they were misled in their illegal drug purchase. Karen, guess the race. Oh, that's all the way white. Okay. Karen's going with all the way white. Why did this video start playing? Uh, the no. 2018 Nissan Rogue Sport now with available Nissan Intelligent Why would you do that video? Anyway, um, chat room, you guys guessed the race. Let's see what they say. I didn't know I couldn't do that, Officer White. High and white because they use 911 like Apple Care. Call the police because his drug dealer didn't have a permit. White has legitimate reason to believe the police are his quality control and customer service. White call the police on some black kids selling water while on the way. Snow White, damn Florida. Crystal White, Merry Christmas, Meth Miss White. I hate meth, but the meth loves me. White, original dumbass Aww. White. So White tried to call the police on a black dealer, but it backfired. White, I know my whites. When <laughs> when I his white privilege whites. when his privilege don't work. White 
white enough to think the cops will help him white crystal clearly canadian clearly uh yeah white the correct answer is white i don't think anyone missed that one Mm -mm. and none of you should okay that was a white man Ooh, he sure was yeah the whitest uh he just looked like god damn it i should have known here we go again it's like like he been there before he probably has they probably knew him by the first name douglas peter kelly 49 meth head uh the cosmos came back like well we got some good news and some bad news right. which one you want first which one you want first <laughs> well yeah, the, the good, good news, news is that your drugs it they are meth you did do a, a i mean you, you mean you got what you paid for your drug dealer is a worthy is a worthwhile man okay he would never lie to you but the bad news is i'm gonna need you to turn around put on these cuffs mm-hmm. you got the right to remain silent uh <laughs> open his shut case right all right let's do some uh sword ratchetness the transportation security administration tsa had no shortage of jokes after a traveler in san antonio tried to pass through the airport security with a sword in their carry-on bag an instagram post on thursday hmm? i was like what do you got everything gotta go through a screener Mm -hmm. well you saw the end of atlanta people make mistakes uh they put an instagram post up to say listen we know you've been rambling on ever since you lost your girl so fair in the darkest depths of mordor but your sword needs to be packed with your check the luggage they threw another lord of rings reference in the post whether you're a ranger of the north or a united states marine we knew we knew you need to travel with your sword it's fine just place it in your check baggage i like that we can you can still travel with it though. yeah That's it just crazy. gotta be underneath the plane you can't have it in the plane the post garnered ten thousand likes in four days i didn't know i needed this but you turned my night around thank you instagram user Foppa chick said some users wanted to see references to other geeky shows hopefully you got you consider game of thrones references clearly token was the choice though uh said who are you i am batman um someone else asked why didn't they use a monty python reference but uh yeah check your swords with your checked luggage if you decide to hop on a plane with other human beings and a fucking sword mm-hmm. all right guys we'll be back tomorrow i'm sure we'll do all kinds of different stuff with the show <coughs> until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.